Rowan Radio 89.7 WGLS-FM proudly presents And One, a weekly podcast about the National Basketball Association, keeping you up to date with professional basketball players, games, and headlines across the league. Here are your hosts, Josh Counts and Aiden Butler. The And One podcast starts now. Welcome back to the An One Podcast, Episode 7, here on this December 11th of the year, 2023. Your two hosts, Josh and Aiden, you're not your two hosts for not too much longer, though, Josh. Only one more episode after this one is uh, your days are coming to an end here at uh, Rowan, correct? Yeah, yep. Sorry, hit the plot for the graduation. Semester ends, what, next week? Something like that, yeah. Yeah, so... Nervous, nervous, excited for the future, see where... where uh, uh, where post college is going to take me. Um, definitely going to miss Ron. Definitely going to miss all of you. Definitely going to miss doing this podcast, but I know it's going to be in good hands with the next person coming up. Yep. Doc will be our co host here in the second half of the semester. Josh counts, though, a couple more episodes here on his hand. We're also joined by Justin Locke and Josh Ayers as well. Josh was on the episode last week. And then Locke, of course, you've heard him a lot. He's been a reoccurring member on the podcast. But we're going to go ahead. And jump right into things. The official in-season tournament that the NBA put on has come to an end, and we have our winner, the Los Angeles Lakers, able to beat the Pacers in the championship game in Vegas, 123-109. to Stats from that game specifically, Anthony Davis, I mean, easily the player of the game. Didn't end up getting MVP, but easily player of that game. Anthony Davis, 41 points, 16 for 24 from the field, I was, he also tacked on 20 boards, 5 assists as well. He only missed, yeah, he only missed 8 shots and then missed 4 free throws as well. 4 blocks too. He put on a clinic there. But the Lakers go ahead and win the first NBA Cup. I'll probably go back with Hey, 18-time uh, world champions. Yeah, hey, sure. <laughs> as far as I'm concerned, LeBron's got a fifth one, man. As yeah. far as I'm concerned. Yeah. Hey, what, what Drake's saying, first person shooter? One more person for one more time before I tie Mike, before I tie Mike or something. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> one more one more before I tie Mike. <laughs> yeah, we're about to witness the first in season parade. That's what <laughs> for you guys though, Locke, we'll start with you. The in season tournament now coming to an end. For you, the whole experience from the beginning of it, or really just figuring out what it was and then actually going through it and then having it you know, finish on Saturday the way it did finish. How did you like the entire thing? I mean, overall, I think it was a great uh, idea from Adam Silver and the committee. I think uh, at first it was hard to understand what was going on in the first couple of games and the the pods and all that. But once you got into the knockout rounds, it seemed pretty simple. Just can't lose. And uh, I think the Indiana Pacers, even though they did lose, obviously, in the championship game, it was good for them. Uh, Branding-wise, Halliburton only had uh, one – television game prior to the first game against Boston in that uh, first round of it. And uh, people now know that he is definitely uh, up there and most likely I think we'll start in the, uh, the all-star game this year for the East. And uh, the Lakers, I mean, Anthony Davis, I've never seen him uh, hungrier, honestly. I, I mean, that's the little uh, stare down and the mead mug. It was, oh, that was amazing. I, it was, it was oh amazing. And, uh, I had never seen Anthony Davis make that big death yeah. face before in my entire life of watching him, ever. I, yeah, I mean, <laughs> Which added more, like, added more like comedy to the situation because it's like, yo, you don't do this any other time before a 500K prize pot. Yeah, you'll play like the greatest player ever. Yeah. I mean, overall, I mean, the Lakers just look solid. They they uh, could turn around really. Halburn was not too much a factor in that game. Yeah. Where against the Bucks and Celtics, who are known for their defensive uh, presence, just even Drew Holiday, one of the top guard uh, defenders, couldn't really get to Halburn at all in the his first call of rounds. And the Lakers just they well, switched well and they did what they had to do. Well, um, which I'm gonna call it. The Lakers definitely got to him because he was he was not shooting his best in in that game. Yeah, he wasn't. No, they definitely got to him. Cam Reddish. Like locked them up. It was somebody else in Cambridge. I forgot who it was. I think it was a uh, probably Vanderbilt. It, yeah, I think it was Vanderbilt. Cambridge and Vanderbilt just they made it hard on Tyrese, and it, it was sad to see because the, the Indiana Indiana Pacers only go as far as Tyrese. I yeah, exactly. Will, yeah, I will give credit where credit due. They still made the game interesting, and I also saw like um, someone posted this on Twitter. I think one of, my, one of my friends on Twitter. They said that the script was leaked that the Lakers was going to win because on the NBA website. They had the uh, the uh, the merch with the the, the end season tournament winner merch already yeah. op- open. With it was the Lakers, so I was like, oh. <laughs> but 
I like this. I like the Innocence Tournament. I thought it was dope. Like Justin said, I think when you got to the knockout round, I think that's where it gets better. I think that's where it's more interesting. I think they need to find ways to um to make it like make the rules more simpler or more understandable for not for non uh diehard basketball fans, like for the casuals. Uh I also think you need one more element to like the prize. Like I think the five hundred K is dope. And I see definitely see why Indiana was definitely playing for it because a lot of those dudes ain't like max players versus the Lakers who have like a couple max players. They need a, like a, like another maybe like a playoff spot or maybe like an added bonus to the lottery or something. I don't know. There definitely is. I feel like they're going to come out with something else to add because Adam Silver has been talking on multiple shows about this entire thing, about how next year will look differently. Uh, talking about the courts, how they're like now next year they're gonna. Oh, I, I love I like the courts aspect of the yeah. the uh, the cup and the uh he said he definitely said he got we could like see the finals logo return oh, for yes, our for I, the I NBA that. finals. I need that. Uh, definitely the the color wave of the courts was suspect for some teams. Mm-hmm. I think they need to figure like which color works best. Which, but which they will for next. I year think the Lakers and the Knicks had the two best. With the Lakers purple the Lakers and gold was, ones. I like the Suns too. The Suns was the Suns dope was too. I like the Knicks like. The Knicks look, definitely look like more of a like a basketball court one. Yeah. Uh, and the jerseys matched it too. In the jersey match, so I definitely they definitely need some fixes here and there. But the the in season tournament is like another dub for Adam Silver just on his reign as being commissioner because he's got the playing, which is everybody loves now. And now you got the in uh, season tournament. Adam was saying that next year they will allow teams to be a little bit more creative on their own. So you know how all the courts they still like. Look the same, but the colors were different. Yeah, he was saying next year they'll allow teams to be a little bit more creative. So like, maybe we'll see a Louis Vuitton court for a ooh, certain ooh. team or something like or that. Or Gucci, yeah, yeah, yeah that'd be dope. It's gonna be a lot of different things for next uh, next year when they go around to this. But uh, airs for you. How did you? Well, first of all, you're a Lakers fan. First of all, yeah. So. Big number five, man. I mean, <laughs> another, uh, is there a rafter? Is it going? Is it, going is it up Yo, do we put up, yeah, wait, do they put up a banner for this? Uh, probably not. I, I it's, it's, all, all jokes aside, I don't think that there's going to be an in-season parade or a banner, but if it did happen, I would, I, the comedic factor for that would be hilarious. <laughs> I mean, in-season, like, we, we always make the joke, like, I feel like as, like, sports fans in general, like, regular season champions, so, you know, holding an actual banner for something like this would yeah. kind of be a... Uh, a little comedic, but looking at the tournament, I mean, when we first uh, last week talked about like um, just like the bracket as a whole, I mean, I remember like how we thought the Lakers, honestly, like especially against the Suns, I don't think any of us like thought the Lakers are going to beat the Suns, especially because Devin Booker was going to be there, Durant was there, even though they didn't have Beal. The first time they played, they didn't have Booker, and they almost won that game. But the Lakers, like the whole tournament, just defended every team so well, I, mm-hmm. and I think that maybe it's probably because Vanderbilt is back in the lineup because the starting five for the Lakers just has so much length and like so much defense. And when they actually are on, like we could see. It. I mean, against the Suns, it wasn't that uh they almost lost that game, but I feel like that was mainly because the Lakers just shot so bad, especially in the fourth quarter. They shot horrendous in the fourth quarter, and the Suns almost stole the game. But then we saw against the Pelicans and the Pacers that. They when they're shooting at their normal rate that they just dominate and especially against that last game against the Pacers. I mean, I was on here last week saying how you know AD plays like a top five player at certain points, and we saw that mm-hmm. <laughs> against the Pacers. He absolutely dominated, and it's the frustrating part because I know I know that, yeah I know what you're about to say because yeah, I'm thinking it. <laughs> he's gonna probably follow this up with a stinker at some point, and he's not gonna consistently like put these numbers up. I mean, no one really would, but it's just. That's the, no 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 hang on hang on hang on hang on because I got I gotta get this off my chest with AD because no, like man. like that that's the forty one points twenty rebounds plus minus plus thirteen and and uh excuse me five assists dog there's no you could do this all the time yeah all the time there is no there is no like we maybe not no you can do this like. Even though you did it against Miles Turner, and Miles Turner is a good player, but he's no, he ain't joke, he ain't AD, and he ain't gonna be doing it against. We gotta see if he can do it against Embiid and Joker uh, when he play against them. But this that thing, but the, the the issue with AD is his whole, has been mostly his entire career, especially since the Lakers tenure, is that your consistency is abysmal. Mm-hmm. That you don't you here's forty one this game, next game here's five, here's thirty the other game, next game is fifteen. It's always a roller coaster ride with you 
instead of being consistent. When you look at Joker, Joker's consistent. When you look at Embiid, say what you want about Embiid in the playoffs, Embiid is consistent during the regular season with his numbers. Like, AD is not consistent. So yeah. for you to be at this stage of your career, still trying to uh, carry, well, have the LeBron James year 21 still carry you, it is kind of like, dog, come on. This is this is what we talking about. You bring if Lakers fans see this AD, y'all going to the championship for sure. Yeah, like this, especially in the the way the team is built. Like the t- I just love how the team is looking right now. Like everyone's playing really good. The the move by Darvin Ham to put Austin Reeves on the bench and have him come off like that, it's been amazing. He's been a real good uh, six man for us and had yeah, twenty eight points too. Yeah, he's yeah he he was he's been great. It's it's just him working with that second unit and. Even though he mainly works the second year, he like depending on how hot he is, you just leave him out there with the final uh, like for the final four minutes of the game or so, and then he just ends up finishing the game. But yeah, I mean, when you look at AD, like his numbers this year have been insane. But it's like when you actually watch the games, it's like he can have better games. Like he'll have a game where he, you know, he had like twenty five points, thirteen rebounds, something like that. But me watching the game, like you can do more, like the forty points, like what he can do that. Every single night, especially when, like how you kind of say, you know, Miles Turner ain't no slouch, but if you're Anthony Davis, you should have this type of performance. Yeah. And like you said, how pretty much the only centers you can really see him not do this against is Embiid and Joker. That's two centers. That's two teams out of the tw- other I 29. I think he could do it against them because while they're strong physically, AD can stretch the floor. He could for sure do it against Joker. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Like, yo, I, I think even borderline Embiid, but definitely Joker because Joker – isn't as good as a defender as Embiid. I feel like Embiid may be the better defender between the two. I think Joker's better. I think actually Embiid's better offensively, but Joker's more efficient. Yeah. So when you come to, like, Joker's slow, too. <laughs> Joker is, like, if you really watch Joker play, he's slow. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Joker's not no defender or anything like that. Because we saw in the bubble, AD dominated Joker. Yeah. But, like, even Embiid's, like, the only one, the only center that like, you can see. Like, it would make sense, okay, AD to have a good game against Embiid. Okay, that's Embiid. But then he goes against someone like, uh, I don't know, Jakob Pertl or something like that. He's barely f- can't score at all. He's missing easy shots he usually makes. But, yeah, it's just a consistency thing. Like, I'm, like, real excited. Like, I'm happy that I saw this performance at AD, and hopefully he continues this uh, performance for the remainder of the year. But knowing his track record, that's probably not going to be the case. But, hey, I mean, I'm all for if this if he wants to break that narrative. Lakers once again win that first in-season tournament championship. Uh, all I do actually think now it doesn't have to be a banner the size of you know the other banners that have in there, but I do think you know something something small to go up, and then obviously they'll have be other years. That didn't they get like medals or something? They did. They did. Okay, I was gonna say they ain't getting no rings. I'm assuming in-season tournament ring. That, that look would be wild if they gave out rings. <laughs> That'd be insane. But for the losing team, for you know in this tournament. The Indiana Pacers losing in the championship. They're a team that, you know, not a lot of people. They'll they will be myself. yeah <laughs> yeah. People will be watching the Pacers going yeah. forward if, yeah. you, if you haven't already. Like, they are a legit team, and this was something I had started to realize last year when they had started to become. I think they crept into like the four spot at one point last year, uh, but then Tyrese got hurt, and then. That killed everything. As you can see here, even this season with this Pacers team, if Tyrese isn't there, I think there's been one game that Tyrese hasn't played this year where the Pacers have won, and that was just the other day uh, before the in-season tournament game had happened. Uh, I forget who they were playing, but Bruce Brown had 30. Um, I think that was against the Cavs, maybe I want to say. I can't remember exactly. But this team definitely runs through Tyrese Halliburton. Now, the only issue with that is teams will realize that once you get to the playoffs. If teams mm-hmm. run through one player – teams will start to, you know, fend off that player a little bit better than they did in the regular season. Now, for I'll start here. For me, the Pacers, the highest ceiling for them to go, uh, I see them being a second-round exit this year. Uh, actually, really, it depends who they get matched up in that first round. Because if they get matched up with one of the three seeds, one of the top three seeds, well, maybe they are going to be the third seed at that point. Well, if, if they the, get matched up with like a if they play, if the playoffs started today, okay, they'll play yeah. the Sixers. Yeah, see, that's not one. Yeah, they beat the the Sixers earlier this season, but like that's not one in seven games. I just don't feel like they have enough defense to compete with the amount of Sixers offense that 
hopefully they'll get back to once Tobias gets back on track. The Sixers are coming up in segment two a little bit. We'll talk about them in a bit. But I don't feel like in a seven-game series they'd be able to beat a team like in the second round in a seven-game series. I don't think they'd be able to beat the Celtics, Bucks, or Sixers. But after that, uh, I'd say they got a good chance. Well, I mean, here are the standings currently. Boston 1, Orlando 2, Milwaukee 3, Sixers 4, Pacers 5, Cleveland 6. And then you go to Knicks 7, Brooklyn 8, 9 and 10, or Miami and Atlanta. So it's only a matter – the Magic won't drop that far, but they will I feel drop. like they're going to drop. They will. They, they won't drop below 5 or 6, but they will drop If they drop bit. past – they drop to the plan, we got a problem. Oh, yeah, they got an issue. <laughs> but if you look at the Pacers, I still don't think they're – outside of the Magic, they're not better than the top. Fourteen. They're not better than the Celtics. Yeah. They're not better than the Bucks. Yeah. They're not better than the Seventy Sixers. Like I like them, but I wasn't picking them to win an NBA championship. I'll go to you now, Ayers. But like I'm not seeing them pass the second round. Where do you see their ceiling to be? Uh, I got. I have actually. To agree. I, t- they, I take I, the Bucks one is interesting. Even though they did beat them in an in season tournament, mm-hmm. I gotta uh, also beat the Sixers in the in season tournament. I mean, the playoff series. Is, yeah, seven games though. Yeah, it's uh, like, I'll, I'll, yeah, I'll give it them all. It's kind of it's kind of like we discussed like. Uh, before we uh, hopped on, like, you know, you can get lucky one time, but, like, in a playoff series, you can't get uh, – the better team always wins. So you can't get lucky four times in a row. Assuming, you know, of course, like, health is, isn't a factor. You can't get lucky four times in a row. So I think the Pacers as a whole, I think their ceiling is, like, probably they get to the second round. But it all – like, the way the standings are right now, it'd be – it all depends on who they would play in the first round. But, I mean, if they did play – Say the Knicks, they could beat the Knicks. I they think. could yeah. beat the Knicks. I think they could beat the Nets. They could beat the Cavs, even though the Cavs, I don't understand how they're not as good as I think they could be. It's Jared Allen. Yeah, it's fall. Jared Allen and Mosley, and it's just not hitting. It's I, not clicking. I hope for they that. don't become the Bulls. <laughs> yeah, I mean. More on them later. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but it'd be something that'd be really interesting would be if uh, I, I, I want to see like. If 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 by the playoff time it's the Magic playing the Pacers in a seven game series in the first round, Yo, that, that would be actually would a good be. series. Wow. Yeah, that's a lot of young talent in that series. Yeah, like two years ago I would have said that, I'll, I'll be alright. That's what that's what, that's what I was thinking. Like this, these were two teams like not too long ago that were at the bottom of the barrel when it came to the Eastern Conference, and now they're both yeah. not, they're both not in the playing tournament at the moment. I mean, the Magic have gone through it since the White days. Since the Dwight days, like after he left, they have been. All over the place, and they finally, I think they made the playoffs once with, baby, with Oladipo. They made it a couple times, but it was like they, it was first round exit. It was yeah, first round, was but like, now like they look like a really good team now. Yeah, the Pacers I, haven't been back since. Uh, I don't even know when's the last time the Pacers was. I, it was probably Oladipo. I, 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 I feel like yeah. 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 Oladipo too again. Twenty eighteen, yeah. They went, they went to seven against Cavs that year. Okay, okay. So it's been a while, but like for the NBA, you can market the new young team, the new young players. Was that the uh, Bron game winner? Uh, that he hit in the in the yeah. Like, okay, yeah, I remember that. I was about to say the Paul George days when he was back in the playoffs. I, I was th- like, I was going back. I totally forgot. I, I forgot, forgot he made it in twenty eighteen. Yeah, but Old Depot was was crazy before he. Uh, I think he broke his leg. But yeah, I mean, for both these teams, I would. It's I I don't know who would win this. I feel I lean towards the Magic because like how you were kind of bringing up Ada. You know, this team runs through Halburn when like. Mm-hmm. When it comes to the magic, it doesn't run through one player. Yeah, they got yeah. Ben Carroll, they ben got Carroll's, Fran, yeah. they got Franz Wagner, Jalen yeah. Suggs. Like Wagner. They, they got a been cooking. Yeah, they got a lot more. They, like that's the thing with the Pacers. The Pacers don't have that second guy next to Halburn that can take over the scoring when Halburn can't. When like, yeah. cause I think that's what the Lakers really focus on, and that's what teams are going to do in the playoffs when they face Halburn. That they're you're just gonna throw everyone at him and make someone else try to carry the load, either whether that be Bruce Brown, Buddy Heald, Obi Toppin, who's been playing really good for the Pacers, I'm not going to lie. He's kind of rejuvenated his career with the Pacers, but it's just none of those guys to me have been – like you want them to beat you. You don't want Hal Burton to beat you because most likely you're not. Bruce Brown's not going to be the reason you lost. Uh, Buddy Heald's not going to be the reason you lost. As a, as a Nick fan, I'll be shocked if Obi Toppin beats somebody. <laughs> I'm telling you as a Knicks fan. Yo, he's been playing I good. Mean, honestly, he's been playing good, but come on. He's not good. You need Tyrese Halliburton. You do. Yeah, you yeah. do. And for me, before we go to you, Locke, like you mentioned second option scoring. Like Buddy Heald or Benedict Matherin should be that option, but mm-hmm. they're this season they're just not. Yeah. Like ben Matherin started off pretty strong, but yeah, I I, I like Mathen, but to me, I feel like he's like kind of like that spark off, kind of like the Austin Reeves role, like that six yeah. man off the bench, kind of like with the scoring. But like you're not going to depend on him to 
carry the load pretty much because I feel I feel like the way uh, Benedict plays is like he needs the ball in his hand and that's like yeah, exactly, that that yeah. goes opposed to Halbert because he you want the ball in Halbert's hand over Benedict so yeah I mean if the Pacers can. I don't know. I don't think they will make a move for someone at the deadline. I feel like they just want to, you know, keep the team how it is. But if they did decide, I don't know, whoever becomes available, the NBA is always moving. Maybe they make a move for someone. But I feel like this would probably be an offseason problem they look to solve. I wouldn't be surprised. Uh, I do feel like a guy that we mentioned off air who I don't think, well, his name may come up later today. Uh, I would not be opposed to see a guy like DeMar DeRozan on that Pacers team with that exact Ooh. roster they have right now. Question is, I if mean, DeMar wants to go there, uh, DeMar, probably, at, his, not, DeMar at his age, I think, is like, exactly. wants to be on a contender. I don't blame him. Oh, oh, well, I don't blame him also not for wanting to live in Indiana. But <laughs> that's, that's another big that, thing there. The, that's the one thing about Indiana I think it's going to get hired is that you're a small market mm-hmm. in Indiana. No offense, ain't really much to do there. Yeah. So it's like, how can we recruit free agents to come play? Yeah, yeah. You're you, going to have to trade. You have to trade. Yeah, that, and that's yeah. exactly like um, the Thunder had to do. Even though it's like, even though the Thunder, like you know, they had Durant, Westbrook, Harden, and now they got Shea, Chet. I feel like they're still going to be a hard free agent destination because, like, but they, but you got Shea, Chet, and we'll figure out what the situation is with Josh Giddy as time goes on. But you still got a young core of dudes who are still good to play together. You can sign them for another five, six years before they think about looking out. Yeah, but I mean, we got a history of like you have a, a small market team will have a star player and they still can't attract free agents. Like we've seen that with um, the Pacers before, like Paul George. Like they couldn't get anyone to sign. They well, get- that's the thing about small market team is that usually when you got like a superstar on a small market team, you have like a window to like to get a super team, uh, not, not get a super team, but get a, a crew dudes together. To build a with a coach that can work it out, build a build a team and a roster that can contend for a championship. Then when that window closes, that's when the superstar is like, "All right, bro, I'm about to. I'm asking for a trade." I think the best example is Dame Lillard. Like they had Lamarcus Aldridge, then they had like CJ McCollum, and then they they made it to the Western Conference Finals a couple times. They yeah. just couldn't get over the hump. Yeah, and that was with that you know that that homegrown talent. There's a couple teams like. So when it comes to smaller markets, before we go to you, Lachlan, to finish up the Pacer thoughts, like the Grizzlies, they're technically a smaller market team. And, you know, Zach really Randolph. folks aren't going to want to go there unless it's to play with Ja. Ja. Pretty much. Because I'm thinking like really even the the uh, Memphis Grizzlies a couple years back, many years back, in fact, made it to the Western Conference Finals. Yeah. They just couldn't get over the hump. They had yeah. like, yeah, Marcus Olves, Zach Randolph. Mike Conley, Mike Conley, yeah, it was Mike Conley. Mike Conley, like, yeah. A lot of those people, like how you guys are bringing over like homegrown talent, and that's the the Memphis yeah. team this year. Like you know, Desmond Bain, John Moran, Jaron Jackson. That's all people that they drafted. And he's and, coming back next week too. Oh yeah, that is, is next week. Indeed. Oh wow, or, wow. Yeah, I think it is next week. Oh yeah, wow, it might be like the weekend. Or is maybe. this week or next 25 week? Twenty five games. Oh, yeah, we're about. Yeah, we're about there. Yeah, twenty games. Oh, what? I'm so excited. Oh, oh man. <laughs> 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 totally forgot about that. Oh, wow. wow. Well, he got a lot of work to do because they ranked 13. They're yeah, 13th I was, I was, in, I mean, I was in the conference. They'll just be playing for fun. But, I mean, it's still. They, they could make great. a play and push. That's I'm about to say they could. I mean, uh, I, don't, I don't think uh, it, it's going to be tough, but you can make a play and push. Let's see what we're looking at here. They're uh, currently sitting. I don't you know, know what, what number that we, is. We can talk about this. Wrap up your thoughts on the Pacers, Lock, as we, before we talk, because we got time to talk about that. Yeah. I mean, overall, the Pacers, again, Halberton's been solid leading the league in assists with 12 points per, uh, 12 per game. And I think uh, a guy we'll talk about a little bit later, I I know it's he's not having a great year, but a second option, Zach Levine, could be a possibility to go to Indiana. Yeah. And, again, n- nobody wants to go to Indiana. But, again, for a team that is kind of on the rise, uh, taking a guy, getting top uh, number two option, I should say, it would take a lot of pressure off Halberton and – for a team that has a lot of good role players, they can give you 10, 12, 13, maybe 15 some nights. I mean, it would be a great option to have the backcourt of Halpern and Levine or maybe some other guy that's on the market at the deadline. Or if they just want to run it with this squad this year, they do it. And they most likely probably get to the second round. I, I just think it's – you don't want to do I wish I would have with this team. And if this is your year that you kind of want to be the best version of yourself, then – I say you go out for somebody and try to make a play because, again, a lot of a lot of te- a lot of times you you think this is going to be your year. One injury happens. That's a wrap, and that's it. And that's kind of what happened last year. They they were on the same trajectory as you said earlier, but it just didn't happen because of an injury. And if Halliburton can stay healthy the entire season, 
it's going to be uh, a top four, top five seed for the Spacers team. And uh, speaking of which, there might be another player on the trading block too. What do you got? PJ Tucker. He's old, but he's still that defender. I, I mean, he's I don't a cool defender. Yeah, he's, he's, cool. he's cool, but <laughs> he's cool for Pacers. I don't. Nah, I, yeah, no, I just, no, I don't no, not for him, not for him, not for him. I'm just saying. Yeah, Tucker's gonna do not play. Just in general, like yo, for the market, he's gonna be out there. Oh yeah, for sure. When it comes to that Pacers team, honestly, the only yeah, I don't even really see him fitting with that. The only way I see him even fitting that with that team would be like a vet position. But even then, I feel like to an extent, this may sound. I don't think they need a trade right now. They, I think they don't I, need one, but if it was they one there. should. Yeah, they they like should make. One. I don't. don't need I think one, they. Though. I think you see what you could do with this season, and then when you go in all season, all right, see where we could where pieces are out there to get. But right now, I don't feel like you need to make a trade. They I, I heavy on the that. two way. Heavy on the two way. They need somebody that can play more defense than mm-hmm. more offense because their defense. There is numbers. another person in Chicago that does that. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, don't tell me you're talking about Patrick Williams. No, oh, I think Alex Caruso. Oh, oh, I've told you. Yeah. 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 Although he uh, the way the way the Pacers are set up with guards, uh, yeah, like I don't really know if that would fit out for them. But they do need some type of defense there, though. All right, going out west, um, we'll go back to the Grizzlies in a second here. But another team that's kind of towards the bottom here in the standings of the Western Conference, the ten seed right now, the New Orleans Pelicans. Uh, some info coming out of there: Zion Williamson. Uh, mm. obvi- obviously, watching him this year. This year, he's been he's been uh, he's having a Decent season so far this year. He's Not what we expected. When you, when you look at the numbers, he is, but actually watching him, it's ugly. Yeah, yeah. It's and like it's kind of similar to AD in a way, but it, it's <laughs> they. There was one clip specifically I saw of him bringing the ball up in yeah. season tournament against the Lakers. Against the Lakers. I, that's the same one I was right about the reference to. Dude, that was bad. Like I <laughs> oh saw the belly gosh. bounce. Yeah. Like that was like he's leaned over as he's bringing the ball up. It, it's like. It doesn't look good. Yeah, he's out of shape, and I've been saying that, saying that to a lot of my basketball friends. I'm like, because I'm thinking I, maybe I'm bucking, but does he look out of shape to y'all? And he's like, nah, nah, he's he looks fat. Yeah. Like it, yeah. it, this is a recurring theme for Zion, out of shape and fat. And yeah. yo, you you're you're a big dude with a lot of muscle, and you come yeah. crashing down on your bones. That leads to injuries. You've only played like. What sixty? Not I don't think he. I think not he missed. Lot. Not that yeah. he's missed sixty three percent of his games. So like, and the New Orleans Pelicans are looking at you like, though we got Brandon Ingram, C Major CJ McCollum, and you. That's a potential big three and a potential run if you're healthy. Yeah, like he's already a great basketball player, but like, he's playing off talent though. It, exactly. If he could just slim down a little bit, the things that he could be doing are just like. The things that he would open up for his team to He's be a doing. good shooter. He can attack the basket. He can rebound. He can run exactly. the floor. Now, if he was maybe <laughs> like, yo. 25 pounds lighter, oh, my gosh. Just imagine what he'd be able to be doing out there. But I don't it understand, frustrates me. I don't understand bit. how he gets it. Like, he came into the season like he was cut. He was lean. He was ready. That's, yeah. that's another and thing then I saw. As the season, it seemed as, like he was prepared in the offseason more yeah. than he was prepared during the actual season. And I guess all the drama that you did with the offseason with the baby mama, so. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'm, if you know, you know. <laughs> yeah, I mean, with the the Pelicans, yeah, I, I'm really kind of disappointed with how Zion was playing. I mean, I, I briefly mentioned it, but like looking at his numbers, he's not playing bad. But like, especially like the first, I forget what year. I think might have been his second year in the league where he actually played like 60 games, I think, and he looked like he was like MVP candidate. Like he was yeah. absolutely balling out. Then was that the year they were the two seed for a decent or a, yeah, a high? I, I think so for a while because he missed a lot of his rookie year. He only played like three, five, or ten games of his rookie year. Yeah, yeah. then COVID happened. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. I forget which year it was exactly. He played like sixty games, and they, he looked amazing. I think it was twenty-one. We're in the yeah. fourth year of Zion's career, or third year. Fourth, fourth or fifth, something. Because like his that. third year was off. God, off. You want to talk about fat? This is year five, yeah. Yeah. 20, 21. Five years? Yeah, 20, 21, 22, 23. Now we're in 24 would be the end of this year. Dang. But uh, I remember his third year, he, he, I don't think he played at all in the entire season because of how out of shape he looked. It, yeah. it was the viral clip of him looking mad chubby. 
Yeah, I think I think that was uh, when he like broke his foot or something like that. That yeah. the, the injuries is because of the way he's got to slim down. He's got to talk to somebody. Yeah, Somebody's got to talk to him. And well, I, don't know, I don't know if you saw like the thing. I don't know if you're, you're about to bring it up. Like you, the uh, nah, you go ahead. The, the dietitian, whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah like, I think I saw it. He mentioned something about that on his story on yeah. his Twitter or IG story. Yeah, like oh, well, you know, we need Zion to slim down. And he's just like he had like the emoji, like you know, the hands up. Like I don't know. I've been trying to tell him like the, you got to like watch your diet because well, for some people on. In uh, New Orleans online, they say the restaurants on. They say Yo Zion coming all the time. <laughs> so they need to stop. They need to. I was watching the Pat McAfee show the other day, and he Pat was saying that he needs to pay somebody that whenever he's about to eat, he just slaps it out of his hand. I think <laughs> Charles Barkley. <laughs> I think Charles Barkley made a joke like that one time. Nope. They pay a dude that hundred thousand bucks a year to just slap food out of his Be- hand. But no, nope. no, we're joking. But in all serious, like Zion's a superstar talent. Definitely yeah. could be a face of the NBA. He, this is bad because even the players, your teammates are starting to see like, yo, dog, this dude is just out of shape. He doesn't want it. He seems like he doesn't want it enough. Yeah, I'm not sure. And I think the Pelicans are either babying him or not being hard enough on him because the last thing I remember the Pelicans doing about his uh, weight issues was they sent him to Portland or something to, to uh, see the, a yeah, diet church. I think this is year yeah, three of Zion. That, yeah. And it's still not working. Yeah, and I, I wonder if it's like he just – is trying to like do like a James Harden like he doesn't because I don't think he ever really wanted to be in New he Orleans didn't. because I think like he really like especially he wanted New York yeah it's because especially the media during that time really fed the idea that like you know Zion's gonna be a Nick and it's just like that big market for him I think like yeah like he didn't want to be in New Orleans at all and then well judging the way Keith how Keith Lee doing in New York at New York wouldn't be better with all the good restaurants out there. <laughs> It's th- crazy you say that because I just saw my second ever Keith Lee video. Yeah, like, no, I, days ago, I'll be seeing like mad videos of Keith Lee. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and I think the the Pelicans also they took um, a big risk because they they had the decision to make. I remember I, you I'm had to sure. pick Zion. Yeah, you, you had to pick Zion. But they they could have just traded him. I remember like during the draft that was a possibility. I remember I was hearing rumors about the Hornets possibly like giving up the second overall pick for Zion, and I was thinking if you're the Pelicans, you. I have to consider that because well, I think you consider it now. Yeah, what year is Zion now, into this contract? Now I think this is too year, late Yeah, now it's definitely too late because his value is like at an all time exactly. low. And now. if he ain't losing weight, if he's not showing you he wants to be, you know, well, he is competitive. But if he's not showing you he wants that extra drive, but like AS says, it could be the James Harden thing. Maybe I'm fat because I want to be here and I want you to trade me and get out of here. And the yeah. moment I get to this destination of my want, I'm gonna look like Adonis. Except the thing is, James Harden had already shown that he was. A world star at that moment. That's true. That's Zion true. has shown that he's a s- star in lower cases. All there, all star. Has he even made all star yet? He's, he's been all star. Yeah. yeah, he's been all star. Okay. That was also a. It was an interesting all star pick. I'll say. Was, <laughs> yeah. So the hmm. the Zion contract. We're currently in year one of this five year deal. Oh, so he did. He did. He did. He resigned for the uh the rookie max. Then. Yeah, he's uh it's five years, one hundred and ninety four million. He's getting. Paid. Yeah, he ain't making the five, bro. Yeah. He he might be going by year two. Yeah, which which is which is interesting because like his salary is actually not like it's pretty tradable in my opinion. He's only making thirty four mil this year, then thirty six, thirty nine. the back end. Uh, yeah, it's yeah, it's, it's more backloaded. Yeah, like yeah. The, the final year he'd be making about forty five mil, but he's not making forty mil until the year twenty twenty six. So if you want to move off, it's not that insane. Like he's making less than Zach Levine, and he's already been throwing around a trade. Room. You know what the crazy part is? I talked to I talked to this with my my friend Mo. Like who would be crazy enough to trade for Zion? And I know somebody will because there's always a sucker in sports. Yeah, I was like the Knicks gonna be the sucker. <laughs> the Knicks will be the sucker. Trade whatever they got to try and pair up Zion with uh, Jalen Brunson. It's not gonna look good at all. I think honestly, I don't think I don't think it looked that. Crazy, honestly. Like, if Zion would actually like buy into it, I, like because we've seen it, Zion has MVP type of potential. Oh, that, of course. And he might, like we were saying, like we think he wanted to be in New York. If he actually buys in, really cares about. But New York don't want this Zion. We want Duke Zion. We yeah. want high school Zion. Yeah, and that's the risk that any team, not just the Knicks, if they want to decide to keep rolling with Zion. Even the Pelicans at this point, like because Brandon Ingram has. Honestly, he's been the number one so far in my eyes. Yo, you know, he is the number one. Yeah. What's up? All right. So I have some. Uh, well, that was a good point to wrap that up because we're going to go to the Grizzlies real quick. I do have a day when John Morant will, and this is a will be playing. This is a, he's a full go for this game. It's a national televised game as well. 7.30, Tuesday, December 19th against the Pelicans. John Morant <laughs> will wow. be playing. Ooh, yep. Of course. The jo- first two overall picks. In 2019, yeah. Yeah. Next Tuesday, 
John Morant will finally be playing basketball, and of course, it'll be on national television as well. Uh, Taylor Jenkins said he's a full go for that game. So I, I guess that means I'm not sure when it came to the suspension because I originally thought he wasn't allowed in the practice facility, but I think he was allowed in the practice facility. So he's probably just been living there for the past 25 games. Up yeah, I don't think it'll be a concern that like he'll be like out of shape. It'll probably just be like, you know, obviously the amount of practice you do will never match like actually playing in a game. So it might be like a little bit of a he might be a little rusty, but I think like there won't be a minute restriction with him at all. I think that's what the full goal means. Like He'll play as usual, probably like 38 minutes. They, yeah plays now real quick before we go to a break and head to segment two uh so right now grizzlies 13 seed six and 15 i will say though you know josh airs you mentioned earlier you know maybe playing and i was like ah, i'm not gonna lie though taking a look at it <laughs> they like they a week a week run. ago i was like oh no yeah oh no but i mean if they could jaw back and they win three games in a row they're six and fifty. They're like right I said, I mean, it could be like. Right, could, look at this. We don't know what the Pelicans' situation is because Zion's shape. Mm-hmm. Clippers starting to get together. They won three straight. Rockets got are looking nice, but they could fall. Yeah, Phoenix is interesting because we don't know Bradley Bill's situation, but I think I think they're going to go up. Golden State is the interesting one. Yeah, I, I didn't realize. They were that far down before. Because, and I've talked about, I think Golden State, I think this might be the end of that, that Steph Curry, Draymond, and Steph Clay and Draymond There's era. no way Clay Thompson gets a new contract. I, there's no, no way. The I think, no. I think, no. let's take a pay cut. I, I, there's no way he's getting, I think he probably wants to, if he wants to stay where he's going to get the pay cut. Yeah. He's just going to take what they offer because I don't even see him getting a new contract anywhere else. Like, not the contract that he wants, at least. Yeah. Yeah, no yeah, one's going to pay him what he thinks he's worth. But I think he's definitely getting less to what – I don't know what his current contract is looking right now, but it's definitely going to be less than so, that. So, yeah. if they, like you said, go on a three-game win streak, that puts you at 9-15. and 15. You could jump past Utah. You could probably jump past Golden State. You'll be the 11th seed. If you can you continue to string a couple wins together – I could see him in that playoff spot. I mean, yeah. playoff and playing yeah. spot. Yeah, I'll, yeah, I'll say like I mean, we saw with the Lakers last year. They had an abysmal start, and then they turned just can't, they turned it around. Yeah, they, they, they was the eight seed, weren't they? There was uh, seven seed, seven but, but they were in the playing tournament. They had to play their way, obviously. Oh yeah, that playoffs. was a, that was an interesting playing tournament. Yeah, so it's like I mean, because this is all because of the playing that the Grizzlies even have a shot because to be the tenth seed, they can do that easily. They they can still finish as a tenth seed by. Um, Way probably possibly before the trade deadline. I mean, I just I feel like the Grizzlies at this point, like what, cause especially how good Desmond Bain has looked, mm-hmm. and you put Ja back in that mix, and Jaron Jackson is not asked to score you as still much. Still got Marcus Smart, who can now be a spot up shooter instead of creating his own shot, and now also be the lockdown defender that we know he is. Yeah, I mean, I could like I feel like the Grizzlies are a better team than the Jazz, the Warriors, and the Pelicans at this point because Zion's just been a mess. And I could argue the Clippers just because I don't – I just don't like – I mean – They have played better. They have played better, but I just I, I just don't have a good feeling about the Clippers. I don't know. I just – that's just me. I don't know. I, I will say I am a Laker fan, so obviously I don't like the Clippers. But I just, maybe <laughs> quick, that's a little bit of a bias. Quick, league, uh, though, quick fact about the Clippers. Kawhi Leonard has been playing every game so far this season. My friend told me that. And hold on, hold on. I got to be better. I was like, that's a sign for a banner right there. <laughs> that's a banner right there in LA. Yeah. Yeah. I can't play. remember the last time we were able to say that. Yeah. At this point in the season, he's played every game this season. Wow. And we are about 20 something games in. Yeah, that's a banner to me. Yeah. Locke, how do you feel about the uh, Grizzlies if they can hop up to that playing spot? I mean, I, they definitely do it. I mean, if, uh, Desmond Bain had a career high 49 the other night. I mean, and that was a game. Where it seemed like the Pistons were finally going to get a win. I know we haven't talked about them. They're at the, they're at the bottom. I think eighteen or nineteen straight losses. Uh, it, I think the West again. The Warriors have choked a couple games the way they did the other night against uh, OKC. They can't close the door again against these teams. And I think obviously they're outside looking in. But Pelicans again, Clippers, Rockets, uh, it, they're all kind of wishy washy teams. I, I think, and I I think Grizzlies. Like what we saw in 2022 and 2023, yeah. when Jaws on the floor and everybody else is out there, Jaron Jackson's not fouling out of games. You can really be sitting there in a good spot. And I, I said this couple podcasts like a while ago. I said if uh, Ja didn't get hurt in 2022, I think they would have took down the Warriors in that series. Yeah, mm. yeah, and they probably so, would have. Yeah, and that injury too to him in 2022 was. It wasn't as serious as it thought, as I thought yeah. personally, as it was going to be. But 
definitely could have taken that team down. I, I mean, if Ja can come out and average 26 points a game, they'll be straight. They'll be mm-hmm. all right. All right, that's a wrap for segment one. We'll be back with a segment two that's a little bit different this time. We will be, after a little bit of trade talk, we will be playing a little game of who he played for that I was able to put together. That coming up next on segment two. That was good. Back here on the N1 podcast, episode 7 here on December 11th. Move into segment 2 as your two hosts, Josh and Aiden, also joined by Locke and Josh Ayers of the Rowan Radio Sports Department. Zach Levine, he's been on the trade block for some weeks now. Um, now things have slowed down. Well, they did slow down just a bit as you know their teams were starting to look at it. Like, yeah, he's on the trade block, but he's getting paid a crap ton of money, and he's really not doing too much on the court. Now, all in all, he does play for a very average team in the Bulls. So they won uh, three in a row uh, against sub against sub five hundred teams. I'm just saying he got to start somewhere. <laughs> <You> got- <laughs> Pretty sure they play the Bucks tonight. Um, we know who I'll be picking there. Oh, four in a row. I'm uh, my fault. I'm wrong too. But oh, four. Okay, I'll put a. I'll give but a little like, oh, they got to start somewhere. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, I guess. Yeah, until they get to the good teams, though. Um, <laughs> all right, that's another story, though. But Zach Levine, though. Looking like he is being linked to the Sixers a little bit. It seems like, according to Shams, two teams are the expected suitors, uh, the Lakers and the Sixers. Mm-hmm. Honestly, take them, Lakers. <laughs> uh, I'm about to say, ahead. do the Lakers, I mean, not the Lakers, do the Sixers have anything to give up to get him? Honestly, I feel like any of the players we traded that we got back in the trade for James Harden, uh, I would not be opposed to seeing any of them be a part of the deal. But other than that. Because you got King and Martin Jr., Y'all got him, he's who's a nice body. He's cool. Yeah. He's cool. <laughs> he, he can get flipped back, honestly. Marcus Morris is... Marcus, Marcus Morris. Yeah. Y'all mean, think y'all got debt? Y'all added debt? So did. But I mean, Batum is in a starting position right now. I mean, I wouldn't Batum be... Batum is starting for y'all? Yeah, the last few games at least okay. he started. Um, yeah. I wouldn't be opposed if he stayed or... I don't really have an opinion on him. I don't, <laughs> yeah, he's, he's, he's cool. He's just a guy. Yeah. So I don't really... Like he's not Maxi. Anybody na- name by not named to Maxi Tobias. I Pat- wouldn't. I wouldn't like Tobias to be in that. Yeah, Pat. Yeah, Pat's Pat not part Beverly. Of that nope. Yeah, um, you can have everybody else though. Yeah, they can take the guy who's been asking for a trade for forever for a con cork mod. Oh man, they can take him if they like. I don't know who that is. <laughs> like who? Is that? Actually, he's the longest tenured Sixer besides Embiid. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, he's been there for a minute. Yeah, they've been gatekeeping him. Dude. I mean, three trade requests. <laughs> they they know something there. we don't. I don't know. If he goes to another team, he might start balling. I don't know. <laughs> no. <laughs> but other than that, I mean, yeah, and then you could throw some picks in there. But I do feel like the Lakers probably are a little bit more plentiful when it comes to giving players away. And I wouldn't be opposed to seeing uh, – we'll go to you first, obviously, the Lakers in here. But, I mean, how would you feel about seeing Levine in the yellow and purple? Uh, I'm opposed to it. <laughs> uh, I, I It all depends on the price. I feel like – because of how much money Levine is making and, like, the players we would have to trade. Anybody got those numbers up before I look them up, by the uh, way? Before you even say that, I also have something else. I'll look up. Uh, Levine is set to miss three to four weeks with an inflammation in his right foot. Uh, so yeah, he, is he is currently injured. He's been out for, uh, I think it's been a little bit more than a week now. He hasn't yeah. played in some time. So he probably won't be back till closer to January. Which is going to be trade. Trade deadline. Yeah. January 15th, it said, oh it basically gosh. said, uh, when January 15 is basically when most players are going to become trade eligible. Dude, eligible. This yeah. contract. His contract is insane. His oh contract yeah. His contract is very insane for yeah, him. Yeah, like like I was saying earlier, I mean, Levine's making more than Zion Williamson. <laughs> but this like, year. I don't know who he, who gave him that contract. Or who, who, the Bulls. The Bulls did? I thought yeah. he got that. I don't know who he was the Bulls with. GM no. is, but he was tossing money here, man. I mean, $40 million this year. Forty-three million next year, forty-five the next year, and then forty-eight the year after. And it the bull, bull from the old '90s bull team, uh, the one that everybody hated, the Jordan Pippen hated from the, the documentary. Uh, I don't think it is him. It's not him I anymore. I don't think he's running the strings behind there. No, I don't think it's him. I was gonna say how the Bulls looked after they, those guys left. I'm, I'd be shocked if he still had his job. But, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, no, not, no, I'm not talking about the. No, he passed. I'm talking about the former player that became the general. Oh, manager. the former player. Yeah. Oh. No, not, not what was his name? Jerry Rhines or something. Uh, yeah, he passed. I'm not talking about him. Okay. I'm talking about uh, someone else that uh, Jerry Krause. Wait, no, Mark Eversley. Jerry Krause. I'm talking about Mark Eversley right now. Is Mark Eversley. Okay, okay. Okay. Uh, yeah, he's not a player now. No, it was, else else was, it was somebody else. It was somebody else. 
<laughs> he worked at Nike. <laughs> after university, Eversley worked at Nike in their retail and marketing department. Hold up, time out. You worked <laughs> at Nike and got a job as a general manager <laughs> in basketball? Props to him, yeah. dog. No, props there ain't no that's, props that's to him. No, I'm sorry. No, no, this is this is but why. I will say, though. This is why. He is overseeing a mid-team, so maybe he's not going to be in that role for much longer, though. So, yeah, yeah. Right now. Maybe you should have got somebody that knows basketball, or at least knows the team. <laughs> Yeah. I'm just saying, like a dude from Nike, like I get, I'm never going, I'm not going to knock the hustle. Let me not knock the hustle. Yeah. You got, you got even more money from the Bulls, I guess. But come on, dog, <laughs> come on. You gave Zach Levine that contract. Yeah, I mean, because they were, I don't know. I think because they fell in love with how the Bulls looked when the whole team was healthy with Lonzo, because they were like the second seed when the whole team was healthy. But I will say that that's another issue with the Bulls, and that's been hurting this team. Lonzo was a very major key factor in all this. Yeah, when he went down, and now he's we not we only hoping and praying that he could come back fully healthy because there's no ETA even next year. We they still don't know. Yeah, we have but, we have no idea when he might come back. But I mean, and if he comes back, it ain't gonna be the same team. Yeah, and who knows if Lonzo's the same player at that point? Because you know, missing this much time with an injury like that, we but on what? How two, many? How many? How long has it been? It feels like two man, years. I feel like this is we're going into year. Well, I think this is year two, but we're going into like year three. Like, I feel twenty twenty four be year three. Yeah, he's my guy too. Yeah, crazy oh, part is with the Lakers. Yeah, especially when he went to the Pelicans, I knew like he was gonna oh, be like, oh yeah. I knew was, him, I knew him and Ingram get a breakout. Then when he went to the Bulls, I'm like, oh, this is a match made in heaven. And then everybody mm-hmm. from that team is kind of Josh Hart. Yeah, mm-hmm. Randall obviously has been cooking. Yeah, uh, Ingram's been his own thing. Yeah. Who else was on that team? Yeah, uh, it's it's a written fact that LeBron does not like rookies that are like trying <laughs> oh, to. No, win. no, no, like, no. You, it, unless you're like Kyrie, who like was a star immediately, and like I, I forgot like Kyrie, Kyrie was like, wasn't was even like, a rookie. Like, like, like Kyrie, it was, was like, like it was like year three, four, something like that. But even then, like Lonzo Ingram, they were going to year three, and LeBron said, "Yeah, I'm not going to work with this," even though like they. Didn't fit LeBron anyway, but that that's a whole other thing. Back to Zach Levine, I mean, that like we we're talking about the contract. That contract is so massive, and for the Lakers to make that money work, they have to give up Russell and Hachimura guaranteed in that trade. They have to be in that trade to make the money work. And they, and I don't think they want to give them up the way they've been looking. Yeah, especially Russell. Surprisingly for me, Russell's been playing better than Hachimura. If you if way you, better. And if you told me that before the season started, like, oh no, you're crazy. Yeah, like, I would have said that too. <laughs> like, yeah, I was thinking. I was thinking in the beginning, like, yo, y'all might have to move Russell, but yeah, I Russell I'm, too. I'm way more open to moving Hachimura. Yeah, I'm way more open to moving Hachimura at this point than Russell, but. They both would have to be included in that trade, or if it's not Russell, you have to throw Reeves in there. And I, I, I want you don't want to do that. I, I don't want to throw Reeves in there because what the Lakers should have learned from the Russell Westbrook experiment when you give up all your depth for a star, quote unquote. Um, that he's an off star. Yeah, yeah, he's a. But it's like you know, you straight you trade for that star player, and on paper you're like, oh my goodness, the team is loaded. You got LeBron, you got AD, you got Levine, but then. You, got, you still have... Clippers are finding that out the hard way. Yeah, yeah. And I don't know wh- why teams still do this. Like, teams don't see, like, the Nets. They don't see <laughs> the Clippers. They don't see the Lakers. Like, how you trade for that star, now you have no depth. So, now you, you're really hoping, especially because injuries play a factor in the sport, you're really hoping your five don't get hurt because if someone gets hurt, your season could potentially take a nosedive. So, Laker fan says no. Sixers fans both say no. I'm the resident Knicks fan. I'm not. I don't want him. Yeah. <laughs> I, I I feel like they're going to trade from. I think they. I think the Knicks need to make a trade for a superstar. But I don't want Zach Levine because of his contract. I'll take Cat because I think Cat gives me more. Yeah. It's yeah, all. I don't blame you. I think it all goes to the fact. I feel like we all feel the same way that like Levine just he, he what he brings offensively does not match what he brings you defensively, which is nothing pretty much. He doesn't exactly give you, doesn't give you anything on defense. So who's a better defender between him and Cat? <laughs> Cat. Give me cat, <laughs> give me cat, and cat and I mean the best defender like that. Yeah. <laughs> like there's a, like yeah. Levine has to be like I'm not gonna like discredit like he like he's not like one of the worst defenders in the league, but he's just not a defender. Like he doesn't defend. That's not his job. He's a Skywalker. He's a slasher. He's got a lot nice. He's got a little midi, but that's all. Yeah, like he can drop fifty any given night, but it's like that's all he really does. Like he doesn't really play make at all. Like he just he's just a scorer pretty much, and for. A team to compete that's all that is currently looking to compete like the Sixers, the Lakers, or any other team like the the Knicks, Cavs, like oh, I, any team that's like really co- potentially um, competing. I just don't see why you would uh, trade for Levine. Like he just doesn't fit any championship team in my eyes. 
to wrap this up before we go to who he played for, uh, that 2018 Lakers team, by the way, or 2017-2018, let's see, Lonzo, Thomas Bryant, KCP, Alex Caruso, Jordan Clarkson, Josh Hart, Brandon Ingram, Kyle Kuzma, Brooke Lopez, Larry Nance Jr., Gary Payton II, Julius Randle. Ivaka Zubak. You know, every player that left that team is like having a really good career. Hey, I'm about to say KCP looks good. Julius Randle looks good. Like, yeah, like everybody yeah. that team has been playing. I wish they would have, you know, obviously Luke Walton was that head coach, but I feel like if they would have, you know, gotten a head coach and had some players develop. Is Luke, Wal- is Luke Walton still coaching? Um, he's somewhere. He might be assistant somewhere. I, 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 I don't think he's a head coach. I'm about to say, I know he lost no. a job in Sacramento. Frank's, Frank's with the Suns. He's somewhere. He's an assistant somewhere, at least. I'll tell you that right now. And actually, I'll tell you that while you guys are going through your uh, picks for who he played for, which is exactly what we're about to get into right now. So I've got a list of 13 players. Well, some of them range from... First player I've got here is... He's well-known. Um, this should... I'd be kind of upset if you guys didn't get the team this guy's on, actually. There, we may have issues if... if all three of you, uh, maybe two of you at least, don't get the team he's on here. All right, player number one, Ricky Rubio. We'll start with you, Josh Counts, to the left. Um, uh, we're not going to have lap. We're not going to have uh, fingers moving on lap during, <laughs> during this either. Either we're going to be very. Uh, I'll turn my laptop around, show you a picture if you want or anything like that. Uh, but to start off, Ricky Rubio, Counts, you'll start. Cavs. I think it's the Cavs. 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 Cavs is correct. That was probably the easiest person. That's only because I saw him last, the time playing I remember that triple-double he had on the Cavs. Yeah. <laughs> he, was, he, was, he was balling before he tore his ACL. I look, he yeah. thought he was retired yeah. at first. But. Number two, Harry Giles the third. If you want a picture, let me know. Let me see a picture. I always remember that AAU team with every NBA player like on the beach. Oh. Yeah, he was he was like he was a number one prospect out of high school, but just never panned out. I'm, I don't know. I really don't. I want to say that the Nets. No, it used to have to be the used to be the Nets. I think that's why. I'm gonna say. I'll, I'll go Nets. I'll say Clippers. New York Nets. Damn. Oh, it was Brooklyn. right. Brooklyn. My bad. Brooklyn. Oh, yeah. I can't believe, I, I, can't believe I just said New York. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh! I should have said wrong, New Jersey in, instead. <laughs> Josh Richardson. Yeah, former Sixer, former Mav. I mean, he's been on other teams, too. Too many teams. Yeah. He's it, been on too been many on, teams. He's been on a lot. Can we just um, blur it? Are we going in order? Or uh, you can blur it out if you want. Can I go Celtics? I'm going to go Celtics, though. I'm going to say I'll say Celtics, too. Incorrect. What's the team? I'll give you guys one more. It is the Eastern Conference. Was he on the Celtics Eastern before? Ah. <sighs> I have to say yes to that, because but that'll kind of he has been. This is his second tenure with this team. Of the Heat? Is it the Heat? No, it's not the Heat. It's not the Heat. Take your time. Second tenure with this team. Uh, let's see how many teams he's been with exactly. A lot. Yeah. Spurs. Yeah. Uh, I'm fine. I ain't going to be Heat for me. I guess I'll go Heat then. It is the Miami Heat. Okay. Second tenure there with that team. Oh, you guys, this is. Yeah. Wesley Matthews. Oh, <laughs> Yeah. I remember him in his Portland days. Yeah. He is I, on a team, and he's actually. I want to say solid minutes, but he's seen the NBA court. I feel like the last team I remember him being on was Dallas. Gosh, he was on that team. That is not the. I'll tell you right now, that's, that's not, not the team. Yeah, it's the last is, it, is it the Bucks? I feel real strongly about the Bucks. Bucks. Go Bucks too, then. Bucks. No. It, I feel like I saw him in the in-season tournament too. <laughs> uh, you did. Yeah. Are you on the Pacers? Final answer. You you'll get two guesses to go around. It had to be on the in season tournament, so it's got to be e- one of the Eastern teams. Conference. I go Pacers then. Pacers, the only team that was in the Eastern Conference outside of uh, well, that's the only team that success. Well, succeeded. he was in the he was in this in season tournament. He wasn't. I'll tell you right now, he wasn't in the championship game and he wasn't in the semifinals. But obviously, everybody was in the in season tournament, but he wasn't in the championship. Oh, he game was. Oh, he wasn't. Oh, so it's not the Pacers. Uh, 
Knicks? What? I, I don't know. Oh, no, he ain't on the Knicks. <laughs> I'm shouting our name. We're going to Atlanta. He might, yeah, he might be on Atlanta. It's Atlanta. Oh, right. Oh, shit. I know I watched him play basketball recently. Oh, I, I guess. That, that in-season tournament game against the Sixers, I think he ended up getting some minutes again. Okay. I guessed. I legit guessed. Uh, well, and I know you played this on Friday. Yep. Yeah. So that's how I remember. Here's another guy who is a former warrior, former bull. I think he's a former wizard, too. Otto Porter Jr. I really last wish. team was the Warrior. I mean, not yeah. the Warriors. It was the Wizards. I think that's the one. I was, that's the most famous one because they got the Shack and a fool me. Last team was the uh, the Warriors. I don't remember. I remember most of his days on the Wizards. Chance, okay, so he got the Warriors championship, and then he's pretty much been come on auto. I only know. Only know. I know this dude since. because of the autopilot joke. <laughs> I, I remember after the ring, he signed a contract somewhere. I. Cannot, he sure did. I can't yes, remember where, which team it was. Oh my goodness! I'll go Raptors. It might. It might actually be the Raptors. I think Raptors. It, it's the Raptors. Yeah. 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 I don't know how much money he's getting up there. But no, I, I don't know. I don't think it's any. No. Oh man, you should enjoy this one. Uh, Josh counts. Frank Nitalikina. Don't do that. I I blacked him out from my mind. I'm surprised he was still in the. I'm not gonna lie. I did not he's, know he was this on year. this NBA team until he's on the NBA team this yeah, year. I did not know that until I looked to get some names uh, for this. I, yep. I'm gonna be wrong. No, no, I won't say East or West? Because I, I blocked the dude it's out. East team. Oh, oh yeah, I, I would have been wrong. Okay. <laughs> I was gonna be wrong. I was gonna say wrong. Oh, team. you about to go out west? Yeah, I was <laughs> oh, I definitely. West. Yeah, I thought it was the Mavs for some reason. That's what I thought. Um, an East team, Washington. Oh my God! Final answer. I, I Washington. Go, final answer for me. I'll go Washington. <laughs> really thinking here. Damn, man. You guys might be a little upset when I say it. You might be like, "Dang, I knew that," but it just wasn't coming to my head at the moment. I don't think anyone's really thinking about Nilakino. Detroit. <laughs> I feel like it's Washington, Detroit. Bottom teams. I feel it it's ha- not a very good team. I'll tell you it that. It has to be a bad it's team. It's got to be Washington or Detroit. It's not a very good team, and it's the Eastern Conference. Just waiting for Justin's answer. Yeah. I, I, Washington and Detroit, those are the it's yeah, two. I feel like it's one of those two. I'll, I'll go Detroit then. Charlotte Hornets. Oh, the Hornets? Wow. Yep. What the, it did wow. not go in my brain at all. Another Eastern Conference team. Uh, we've got two more Eastern Conference guys than one, two, three, five uh, Western Conference dudes. Mike Muscala. <laughs> Lakers legend, by the way. <laughs> Mike Muscala is playing basketball for this team, and I'll I'll even tell you his last stats. Let's go ahead and take a look here. Let's turn this. Bright Why do we down. decide to play this game? Eastern Conference. Because we had a lot of time to fill, and I was like, "This will be a little bit fun." I now, thought we were talking cut the episode short. <laughs> <laughs> Eastern Conference. Oh, man. Uh, let's see. Did he get some minutes here? Oh yeah. Well yeah. Oh. Two for three from three? <laughs> oh, okay. All right. He's him. He's a conference. <laughs> team is not very good. Well, we said Charlotte already. Uh, I'm assuming when you say they're not really good, that means they're not in the play-in currently. Yeah. Okay. Detroit. Yeah, I'll say Detroit. I'll say, yeah, I'll say Detroit. Washington Wizards. Wow. That was going to be my second guess anyway, but. Yeah. All right. Kevin Knox. Oh, sweat. <laughs> I think Knicks. I know this. Over Knicks, too. I think, um. I, I feel like it's, I feel like that's Detroit. I feel like that's Detroit as well. Yeah, I think that's Detroit. Oh. You didn't say that. Conference. We're just going off. You didn't say conference. I did not say conference. I say Atlanta, Detroit. Yeah, yeah. I was, I was about to say. I remember hearing something about Kevin Knox. Kevin not Knox much, but Detroit. all right. Moving. To I the try Western not to think conference. about my former players. We got five guys here before we go to our NBA picks and make them quickly. Uh, this is a guy that's been playing a lot of minutes. Um, at least one of you should get this because he's been playing a lot of minutes recently. Dante Exum. Oh, Mavericks. Mavericks. Yeah, yeah. All right. Yeah, <laughs> right. yeah good. Um, now, another guy in the Western Conference, his brother is on the Sixers at the moment, but Markeith Morris. There's no, he's actually on a team. Oh, I'll go Dallas um, for him. He's <laughs> what'd you say? I'll go Dallas. Is it? I think it is Dallas. I'll go Dallas. I didn't even know he's in the league still. Nah, they both still are. Final answers? Yeah. It's Dallas. Yeah. Yeah, I was about to say it is Dallas. <laughs> I've never seen him on a bench. What? All right. Now, these last three, I'm not going to lie. 
I didn't know these three guys were on either of these teams. Oh, God. JaVale McGee. He's still playing? <laughs> yeah, that's what I said, dude. What was the last team JaVale uh, McGee played for? The I, Warriors? I can't tell I feel you. like it was the Mavericks the last team he I'm was on. I'm going Suns. It might be the Mavericks. That might have been the last team he played for. I feel like he I said Suns? Yeah, Suns. I'm going with Justin. Suns. I don't, I don't think it's the Suns. but I, don't I know feel like it ain't the Suns either, but I'm going with Justin. I'm taking, I've, I've seen him play. I just don't remember where it was at. So they got Bobo and JaVale McGee on the Suns at that true? Yeah, I'll say Suns. JaVale McGee is a basketball player for the Sacramento Kings. Sacks. Oh, the Kings? Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah, never would have known that if I was Sheesh. not looking up his name. Like, yeah. I'm not getting that. Uh, Reggie Bullock. Big Mavs guy here. Oh, you said Big Reggie Mavs. Jackson. <laughs> we got to talk about the Denver and the Clippers game real quick. Did you see the baddie video? Oh, I got to say, show that. I got to show you that. So it's a Western Conference team. Is this team good? Uh, you said are, are they in the play-in? I think they actually might be above the play-in, actually. And Reggie, oh, God. <laughs> uh, um, let's see how he's looking. Reggie Bullock. Uh, Reggie Bullock. Reggie Bullock. He used to play for Detroit. I'm going to go. He used to play for everybody. Yeah. <laughs> That's a fact. Play for the Lakers. <laughs> I'm going Houston. You said they're above the plan. So, let me think. I think they may be above the plan. They may be. Okay. They're, they're definitely <laughs> I do pl- not they're know the team. Pl- they're definitely playing or above. Okay. I'm going Houston. Go, I think it's I'll Houston. Go, I'll go Houston, too. I'll go Dallas. I know it's wrong. It is wrong. He plays for the Houston Rockets. Hey. Oh, wow. All right, this last one. I don't know. This could go either way. But this is a former Hornet. I don't can't remember if he's played for another team before that, but he's been when I think of the Hornets, I think of this guy. Michael K. Gilchrist. Heck no. <laughs> Frank Kaminsky. Cody Zeller. Oh. Cody <laughs> Zeller? Yeah. Wow. Last one we got here before we go to our NBA picks of the day. Uh I don't know why I feel Clippers for some reason. I don't know. I feel like that's probably wrong. But <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna lose it Chicago uh Pelicans. I'll oh. go Pelicans as well, even though I don't think you know what. I, what would you say? I say Clippers. Clippers. Cody Zeller is a member of the New Orleans Pelicans. Nice. Oh right. wow, a big one there from Locke. Wow, right. that about wraps it up. I'm hoping at another point there's a way that we can incorporate this so that everybody can be involved. Like, actually, I think. Well, actually, I don't know. This is probably the last time we can do that for this NBA season. Now that I'm thinking about it, but we'll see. Whatever comes down the line. All right. Moving on now to today's NBA games. We've got a lot. Uh, every team is playing except for the Lakers. And yeah, they're getting ready for that parade. Lakers and one other team, <laughs> I remember. But first game of the day, the Heat and the Hornets. Uh, counts. we'll start with you and go around. Just the winner, and if you want points. Um, heat. 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 Uh, give me the Hornets in that one. Yeah, I'm feeling the Hornets. Pacers, Pistons in Detroit. Pacers. 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 Um, Detroit been on like a what? Uh, 18 19. or 19. Yeah. 19 game. Yeah, it's about to be 20 it's tonight. Be 20. Speaking of the Pistons, y'all seen that thing with the wing stop? Like if they get a. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Five free wings. Yeah, for every Pistons win, they've lost every game since then. <laughs> That's crazy. Yo, I have to show you this video. It's a TikTok of this chick that was at a, at a Denver and Nuggets and Clipper game. She was. Batty, by the way. Batty. But wait. But wait. <laughs> wait. It was, it was, it was the Reggie Jackson Masterclass game? Yes. 35 and like 35 and 13. I know what you're talking about. I'm yeah. not aware of this. I got to show you the video. Bro, I bookmarked it because I needed to send you that. <laughs> hey, Dog. hey, when you see her, you would have dropped 42. Exactly. <laughs> I'm telling you. DeAndre Jordan was catching reverse lobs. <laughs> DeAndre Jordan had 20. I think he had 25 or 15. Oh, my gosh. Was it Paul George on that game? I don't remember. Like, all I wow. know is Dredge Jackson was playing like he was still getting his family out the hood, bro. <laughs> like, he dropped 35 and doing moonwalk step backs. Like, the, I was like, yo, you ain't do this in forever, fam. What the heck? Oh, man. All right, next game, Cavs and the Magic. This one's in Orlando. That's going to be a good one. I'm going to go Magic, though. Magic. Magic. Give me the Cavs. Uh, I don't think. Let's see. Let me just before. I, I will want. say Mobley's not playing yeah. that game. Yeah, I'm going Magic. Give me the Mavs. Uh, give me the Cavs, excuse me. Yeah, I'm feeling the Cavs there. Um, Wizards and the Sixers. Sixers, blowout. Sixers. Sixers. Sixers by 50. Tyreek's max, he might drop 81. Embiid <laughs> <laughs> better not play, I'll tell you that. He got injured uh, their last game, 
Uh, I better not see him on the court this entire week because we do not play real NBA teams. What are the chances Jordan Poole has to a G League? No. No? There's, there's no chance. No, no chance? No. He's, not, play, he, he's, he's not playing that bad. This could be an interesting one here. The Nuggets and the Hawks in Atlanta. Uh, Nuggets. I'm going Hawks. I'm going Nuggets. Who's guarding Jokic? I'm yeah. going Hawks, too. Actually, Jokic might need to start wrapping up bad last two games. Maybe continues hey, the third one. His bad is still getting a triple double though. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, sure. Exactly. You're not wrong. Raptors he, he, sure and that. Knicks at MSG. Uh, Knicks. Randall's been playing very good. I'll go Knicks. Raptors. Scotty Barnes has been tearing it up yeah, lately. Scotty Barnes has been amazing. He has been. I'm still taking the Knicks though in this one. Spurs and Rockets. Spurs, how many losses has it been in a row now? I think, what, 15? 16? They, they ain't a doubles now, so I'm going to go Rockets. I'll go Rockets. Uh, I will been good. go Spurs. And uh, one of the, to- the Thompson twins have been also been playing good as well. They will break their 16 losing streak. It's 16? Wow. Uh, it'll be 17. <laughs> <laughs> Give me the Rockets in this one. Uh, ooh. Well, actually, this doesn't give me the ooh anymore because I remember he won't be playing. Mavs and Grizzlies, 8 o'clock NBA TV in, in Memphis. <laughs> Mavs. Mavs without Kyrie. Mm. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Mavs without Kyrie? Went off in a wheelchair, which it turned, oh, out, yeah, to, yeah, which I did turned see. out to be a fake story. But yeah. journal, Oh, that was journalism. a fake That was a fake story? Yeah. yeah. That's yeah, crazy. We do our research around here. Yeah, <laughs> fact, fact. Always make sure we do the research. Uh, yeah, give me the Mavs. Mavs. Yeah. Luca probably drops 50. Bulls and Bucks in Milwaukee. Box, box, box. Yeah, yeah, I was about to say, there's no way. <laughs> Ooh, Timberwolves and Pelicans. Wow, eight o'clock. That'll be a good one. In, so in Ed- Edwards. Edwards is a game time decision. We don't know if he's playing yet, but he oh. he didn't hurt his knee. I think like he didn't fin- he didn't finish out. Timberwolves number one seat and number one in the power rankings right now. Cat been looking amazing, which by his trade stock going up if they going to get rid of him, but. McDaniel's also a game time decision there too. Oh, dang. Rudy Gobert's also playing great. He's been playing amazing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Pelicans are at home though. Give me the pelts. After what I saw from Zion the other night, dude, <laughs> they might out. They might outrun him. I'm going Timberwolves. <laughs> I'll go Timberwolves. Uh, uh, I'm gonna go Pelicans. All right, Jazz and Thunder. Another eight o'clock tip off. Thunder. Yeah, Thunder. If Laurie was playing, they would have a chance. But OKC. Okay, yeah, Thunder don't lose too straight. They lost to the Warriors in overtime. Give me the Thunder. That was Net- a good game. It was Nets and Kings. Ten o'clock. Inside. I like this one, but I'm gonna go Kings. Kings. I like the Nets. Me too. I like the Nets too in this one. Cam is Thomas. the Aaron Fox playing? He is. Yeah. He, Kings. He's, he's, he's <laughs> Kings. Yeah. Cam Thomas, thirty-five points tonight. Uh, last game of the night: Trailblazers and the Clippers in unison. Are we all in agreement? Clippers. All right, that worked. Yeah. Clippers. Yeah, because yeah, we're obviously. Yeah, I, I don't like, think there'll I, be a game this year where we pick the Trailblazers. I, I like. I like Shaden Sharp. He's been playing amazing. Yeah, it's really about it when you look at that team. Yeah, yeah, I I did expect a little bit more out of Jeremy Grant. I'll tell you. Yeah, thought he's going to do a little bit more. What do you think about the uh, Portland's pick, Scoot? Uh, yeah, I'm not going to lie. I put a little uh, dollars for him to be rookie of the year. I, <laughs> it's Wimby by mile, bro. Nah, actually, not no, actually, no, actually, it's not. It's actually, I it think, might be a uh, Chet. I think he overtook him actually. Chet, but Chet. yeah, it's yeah. Chet. We're going to have to hold that for next episode, which we will be talking about all the races. MVP, Kia, uh, not Kia, MVP. This that Kia MVP race. That's why I said that. We'll talk about the MVP race, the rookie races, all those other races that are going on as well in our next episode next week. Which yo, when you say that, hold class. up, hold yeah. up, hold up, go ahead, hold go up, ahead, hold up. Pause. Oh. That all the races going on. That's great. That, that just sounds weird. <laughs> we we went through the whole show without getting one, so I was like, you know, we did. Let me let me just add this one in. We did. Thank you all for tuning in. Episode seven of the And One Podcast. Once again, thank you all for tuning in. We will be back next week for our last episode for a few weeks, and it'll be our our co-host last episode. Josh counts as well as he'll be moving on from the university. Thank you all for tuning in. Future endeavors. Have you have? Oh, I botched that. Thank you all for tuning in. And all of you have a blessed night. And happy holidays. You've been listening to And One with your host, Aiden Butler and Josh Counts. You can find And One and every Rowan Radio podcast by searching Rowan Radio On Demand Sports wherever you find your favorite podcasts.